Privet. Or, hi, hello. <laughs> that was my attempt for Russian since I realized that I have Russian listeners. So, Privet. I hope everyone is doing okay. Hello, welcome to A Season of Change Part 2 with your host, Jackie. I am excited for this season. Um, I think it's amazing that y'all are still listening <laughs> and I appreciate the fo- the positive feedback and the kind messages. I love you all and I'm glad that I'm able to bring a little bit of positivity to your life with these messages. You know, this season is also going to be full of motivation realistic messages i'm not gonna spit out the empty vapid things that um some motivational speakers all repeat you know because it isn't always okay and it isn't always good vibes only because it can be hard and i want you to know that everyone has bad days weeks months years including myself so let's grow together and improve if you believe let's build our relationship with god let's make it stronger this episode is semi-long but it's amazing and oh <laughs> what was that <laughs> i don't know what that was but i'm sorry <laughs> so this is for my friends that are single newly single um you know friends that are just hanging around and not knowing what to do yet. So, you will find your husband, or you're gonna find your wife. I promise you that I cringe every time someone says that to me. Like, I'd rather take out all my eyelashes than listen to someone say that again. And I know, I get it. It's not said with ill meaning you know and you're attempting to comfort people that are single and I appreciate the sentiment but you know you gotta admit that this is like it's all about marriage basically and while being single is just a stepping stone to being in a relationship which is a stepping stone to going to be in a wonderful marriage it isn't everything you know it isn't it shouldn't be your main focus after all if you are single i just feel it reduces the quality and the power of the season of being single and you know some of you are focused on catching the right man or woman or person you prefer and when we make this our aim we stop paying attention to becoming the right person we take our eyes off God and instead put them on the person that we want. And instead of using this time to strengthen our prayer lives and relationship with God to heal from broken relationships and traumas of the past, we're focusing on being with someone. missing out on the opportunity to discover new things about ourselves, our potential, that we're actually a blessing, and we can be a blessing to others around us, and we can sow the right seeds and more. Let us bring glory to God. 
So a relationship adds happiness to our life. One broken heart and one healed one create a dependency. But two healed hearts that are transformed and full of love and positivity and healing powers create love. And when we put focus on trying to have the perfect relationship, we stop worrying about what really matters. So chasing down, initiating, and forcing something to happen with someone who isn't good for you isn't going to do you any good. Do you have an unrealistic fantasy about the person that you want to marry? And you don't give anyone who doesn't measure up the time of day. Now, it isn't wrong to want certain qualities in a person. But when we focus too much on this, it can easily become an idol. And we're putting too much trust in that person and not God. So let's take some time to reflect on where our focus has been. And we need to shift it back into trusting God's word. But most importantly, enjoy what is in front of you. Instead of being on the hunt for Mr. and Mrs. Wright, we need to be in the word. We need to become that Mr. or Mrs. Wright. And trust me when I say that the enemy knows the gift of this season of waiting. I'm sorry if y'all hear my dog barking. My dog is annoying as heck. He will bark for no reason. Like, he barks when he wants to go outside. He doesn't do anything outside. He barks to go back in. And it's like a never-ending cycle. And Satan wants to distract us from our purpose. Our goal as single people should be centered on becoming more like Christ each and every day. Or just becoming a better person in general. So as we seek God, as we seek to honor Christ, we can trust that he will give us everything we need. We can trust that his timing and provisions are perfect. We have all been through some pain or setback in one way or another. But how blessed are we to have a heavenly father who is ever present of love, who is full of everlasting love and ready to hold our hands through it all. Humans may fail us, but God... He'll never break his promises to us. He will never leave us. And no matter what we've been through, whether it's trauma, abuse, neglect, there's nothing too big for God to take care of. Now, I understand if you're not spiritual or religious, it just means that you're focusing on being the better version of yourself. Being someone you would like for someone else to be with, like you. Put yourself in their shoes. Stop chasing, stop forcing, stop manipulating, give your heart a break. It's okay to be single, it isn't a curse, it doesn't make you repulsive. Instead, we need to focus on becoming the godly men and women that God wants us to be. We need to focus on cultivating hearts of patience, trust, contentment, surrender, humility, and selflessness. In times of brokenness, God can also give us revelations and insights into certain things that we have not seen. And little did I know that God was going to open my eyes 
and that his love would inspire me to share my healing process with others too. Like I mentioned in my other episodes, these two seasons are for growth. I share my story unashamed, and this may be tea to you, but it's my testimony, so move along. Ladies, we tend to be much more relationally inclined than the average man, and it's tempting for us to look for humans for security. It's easy to place our satisfaction in our earthly relationships rather than in Christ. But however, if we want to experience true and lasting satisfaction, we have to intentionally keep Christ at the center of our affections. By looking at Christ for satisfaction, we won't be tossed to and fro by our emotions, and we're not going to be sad when their relationship hits a rocky patch. We're not going to be devastated when the guy doesn't meet our every need, and we're not going to be anxious and worried about our relationship. And we won't be devastated, ruined, if it becomes clear that their relationship needs to end. Instead, we're going to be steady and confident in ourselves and in the Lord. We will be secure because our hope is in Him alone. A good relationship will teach you radical self-love. You'll learn that you have your own essence and that you nor anyone belongs to you or them. When you work on your inner self, a relationship becomes effortless. Men, you live in a culture where sex is trying to replace true love. Now listen, sex is great. It's an incredible gift from God. God knew that you would start looking forward to sex when you were young. And he asked you to save it for marriage. It's how families get started. It feels good. Understand that sex is not a destination. And it's definitely not the destination of love. And it's not what you want to be in. It's not the vehicle either. But if you live like it's a destination, you're going to miss out on a much more bigger adventure which is the inside of a woman's heart, love. And I know some of us are like, but what about my mistakes? I can't seem to move on. And I understand, you know, sadly, this was me a couple of years ago. And I think about it every now and then. To be honest, sometimes the guilt of how we handled our past relationships or how we contributed to how they ended can weigh us down. I understand we may look back at our carelessness, insecurities, and be filled with the regrets of the past. There's a plethora of emotions and thoughts that have eaten away at our self-esteem and self-worth over the years. Heck, I knew it used to destroy me. As I grew and matured, my thought process changed and the guilt began to settle in. I remember years ago being constantly bombarded with thoughts like, What could I have done better? Should I have done better? And because I was maturing, because I was growing, I realized that what I did was wrong. But it is a two-way street. And I realized I could only be responsible for what I did, not for the other person. It is important to take accountability 
for your choices, for your actions and inactions. Such a time of reflection and repentance is vital to moving forward. Repentance brings us back to God, and reflection should lead us toward maturity. This will help prepare us for the future. Again, I'm sorry if you hear my dog. He's just, he's gone buck wild right now. You know, God is patient and kind. God is not arrogant or rude. God does not insist on his own way. God is not irritable or resentful. And he doesn't rejoice at wrongdoings. But he rejoices with the truth. God never fails. This isn't true of God alone. It is supposed to be true of you and me as well. Focus on the bigger picture, my friends. Get rid of the thought that's implanted in your brain. You don't need to have a girlfriend or boyfriend. It's not a necessity. If you do happen to meet someone, take your time. But people always ask me, and I know they've asked you this as well. When are you getting a girlfriend or a boyfriend? And let me tell you that the last thing most singles want to do is talk about their single status. We all have those eager and prying family members who are constantly asking us, when are we getting married? I know of people who have gone to get married knowing that a particular relationship was not healthy or much of interest to them. But due to pressure from third parties, unfortunately, being content as a single person and or find the strength to leave a relationship that we know is not right can be hard. But guess what? We can get rid of some of the thinking patterns and make a shift. We need to. If you want to move forward to forge a better and healthier future and relationship. Others' opinions of us should not define or shape our future. What is that adventure you want to go on? What is a new skill you want to learn? What is a new hobby you want to pick up? What is that business you want to launch? Whatever your desire is, you don't need to wait until you're married. God made you with a purpose, and you are on this earth to fulfill it. Ask yourself this right now. Are you using the talent? time and resources God gave you wisely? Waiting on God for your life partner does not mean you should put your life on hold. Every day is filled with great ideas and possibilities. Make the most of each moment. Making a decision to live your life to the fullest also challenges you to develop yourself. Add to yourself. Add value to yourself by working hard staying focused and being diligent in all things by the time you meet your spouse the experience and lessons you gathered are going to add tremendous value to that relationship 
Of course, there's always a need for growth and learning at every stage of life. But how awesome would a relationship be if two people come together after having prepared themselves for the commitment that marriage demands and develop themselves individually? Now I know you've heard this before. I've heard it. You should only date the person you're going to marry. Now, this seems a little old school, but the belief still lingers amidst amidst, amongst (laughs) Christian single culture to this day. Now, you've heard about my sexual temptation, about being single, being heartbroken, and I'm not by any means necessary encouraging Reckless dating, careless relationships, or hookups. Because you know that culture is very strong right now. Remember my sexual temptations episode. But, we also, you know, should put ourselves out there, but still being careful. You know, we get this fear that holds us back from engaging with a person of interest because we're not certain it's going to lead to a serious relationship and I totally understand that obviously because no one wants to act on uncertainty it's risky knowing that you could be rejected or knowing that their relationship might not work out and a lot of people you know date to marry which isn't too bad. It's not bad, you know? But at the same time, you can't just focus on that one thing, you know? Because there's uncertainty to everything. And you gotta take the chance. Like the wise, the only Michael Scott (laughs) from The Office said, You miss a hundred of the shots you don't take. So if you desire a life partner, either now or sometime in the future, trust God's timing. He makes everything beautiful in its time. And let me tell you, I felt more and more frustrated that things were not going to plan. I had a plan and it sounded perfect to me. And it took a while to realize that my plans were not exactly God's plans. So no matter how good or noble I felt they were, it wasn't going to happen. And I was like, yo, what's the hold up? What's going on? What's the problem? Where is my boo? And I've been single for years. And there's been times... When I over-glorified being single, I'm like, yeah, the single life, woo-woo. And then other times, I was ready to throw in that towel. And just be like, you know what? Set something up for me. I'm getting married. But I'm learning each day how to trust God with my desires. While living the adventure of being single. Get to know people. But be careful. Be mindful. Also, if you think your future boo is going to miraculously show up at your door one day without you having to go out, I hope you're ready to marry a GoPuff driver because, I don't know, (laughs) 
So being single, it's a season of self-discovery and you're learning what you want in a partner. And we need to enjoy this process as we learn to become a better person. You need to realize that you may not marry that girl or that guy, but if you honor God in the process of dating, you're going to come out on the other side equipped with more tools to better your future relationships. Do you know what you want? Good, because I believe that God isn't against us having a list of what we want in our future bay. To a certain extent, of course. I believe it's more productive to have a good idea of what we're looking for when it comes to a relationship or a marriage. But we need to be conscious of what could be influencing our choices, our taste, our values, as this will affect our preferences and choices. People will come around, but be careful and prayerful. Ask God for discernment. 1 Peter 5 8, New King James Version says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. So the devil can take advantage of our carelessness and ignorance. And there's many ways the enemy can set traps for us because he knows the importance of who we can choose to marry or who we choose to marry, I'm sorry. So we must always stay vigilant. For example, it's one thing to be happy when someone comes along and takes all your boxes. You're like, wow, yeah, this person, they're it. But do we really seek God before getting emotionally involved with that person? And I'm not talking about too many prayer to fulfill all righteousness, but like hardcore prayer and consistently asking God for direction and guidance. I mean, like you're praying every day and you're like, God, show me that this person is for me. If they're not, please remove them from my life. Give me a sign. Just talking to God to show you that this person is a person that you're supposed to take a chance with, an opportunity with, in order for something to blossom. Diligence and discernment can't be overstressed when it comes to dating courting. Similarly, don't fall for the trap of settling. Trust God for the best and don't settle. The enemy is seeking whom he may devour. So you must be alert. This is not mean be afraid or suspicious of everyone who comes your way but more than ever your reliance on god and his wisdom should precede any decision so like i mentioned one broken heart and one healed one create dependency but two healed hearts create love no matter how old you are or where you are there is no time like the present to make the most out of what you have i hope you enjoyed this episode it wasn't that long it was longish i guess not usually the 30 minutes a little bit shorter but i just i talked about all the right things and i hope that y'all know that y'all are amazing like i mentioned in all my episodes focus on yourself and have fun Remember, I don't condone just randomly having sex with everybody. It's your body, of course. Be careful if you choose to. Take the necessary precautions. But enjoy what you have in front of you. Because it's a lot.